Hello, one and all. We are back. It's the We Need to Talk Club presents the Nap Hour. So we are the Nap Hour, the parenting podcast, a part of the We Need to Talk Club channel. Welcome, one and all. We love to be here. And we all know nap time is an illusion. So yes, yes, the sarcasm of our of our name is, is serious as parents, but we're here. Um, let's introduce ourselves. I'm one of your hostesses. My name is Tamaya. And now we'll go over to the West Coast. Please introduce yourself. Hello. And I'm actually following cues today. Esther, <laughs> your hostess with the mostest. mostest. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so baby rent that is because they I'm there. Ain't no joke. I am ready. <laughs> excellent excellent and now we'll go down to the south please introduce yourself madam hey it's shakima she remembered to say her name we had a good role today y'all we on a good role today i know my name awesome. I love myself. quite beautiful love it love it All i right. love myself in the guest room well in the well we have a workout room now we don't have Ooh. a guest room anymore Oh, fancy. It should be a workout uh-huh. room and guest room, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we get into it, I want to open the floor. Any driveway confessions, ladies? And for those who are listening and possibly new to the channel, while they think about it, driveway confessions are the moments that all parents know where they pull up to their home. And rather than the home being the sanctuary it used to be, you know, pre-kids, the driveway in the car is now that sanctuary. It's where you eat little meals you didn't feel like buying to share with your family. It's where you just sit and think, sometimes cry, maybe take a nap. It is the spot. Driveway is the safe place. So anybody have any driveway confessions to share with our audiences today? My driveway confession is that our kiddos have been sick. They just started daycare. Um, And today I had to go pick one of them up like pronto because he was inconsolable and like you know I saw I got sent a picture and a video of like him just like you know crying like mm-hmm. snow coming out of his nose like you know looking miserable right so I'm like mm-hmm. oh my god poor baby like he's gonna come home I'm gonna like, cuddle him for a bit and he's gonna like just crash right after medicine mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. this great child of mine <laughs> goes into the house and proceed to be the most energetic. Yep, that's how it. That's how no, it works. not running. <laughs> no coughing yep. at all. Didn't want to drink his milk. Was like you would think that he just was like, like any a full blown actor, like like blown <laughs> Oscar status. Oh my goodness! And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's it 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 be like that sometimes. <laughs> where they just flip the switch like where apparently for a good hour plus at daycare he was miserable about to like you know you would think he was about to like throw up or something right Mm -hmm. and he comes home and he has never been better (laughs) that's my boy that's my boy yes (laughs) that's how I was all the way up to high school you said that's how you was when what all the way up to high school. I don't feel good. Oh, sorry. I'm sick. <laughs> you pick me up. Mommy, can we go to McDonald's? <laughs> Disrespectful. I don't remember doing that. I don't know what the heck. Y'all, y'all. Mm. 
You ain't right. Mm -hmm. Do you have any driveway confessions, Kima, to spread on our audience today about your parenthood life? Not really. Um, on Saturday, I'm dropping my kids off so I can go have time by myself. My birthday. It's my birthday. Oh my gosh. Ooh, annually, ooh. annually on my birthday now. I yes. just plan hours to myself. Yes. Beautiful. That is the gift. It's like, yeah. you know, now for Mother's Day and birthday, right? They're like, oh, what do you want? I'm like, I just want peace and quiet. Like, nobody <laughs> no. can call me. Nobody does. Yep. Like, who want to take them for a couple hours? I'm like, when did this become my life? Now all I want to do is like, what's the thing that causes the, needs the least amount of planning? Like sometimes I'm in the mood mm -hmm. to live like, all right, like this year I have an idea for a party, but it's not past my house because I don't want to leave it. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. If you want to join me, fine, but I'm not leaving. Yep. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. No, excellent driveway confessions, ladies. Excellent driveway confessions. So, ladies, we are following up episodes of The Parent Test. We are still watching it. Viewers, listeners, it's wonderful. We're having a great time judging and seeing other parents try to do this thing. Um, but, or not but. So, we're going to get into it. We just watched episodes seven and eight. If you've been following us, you know we've already gone through one through six. And so, let's begin. Episode seven, we're down to three parenting styles that is natural, new age, and intensive. And again, I'm going to have to put this on a good old vibrate because for some reason, it won't stop. Well, I think we need to make a clarification, right? Because right now Please. we are entering the semi-finals semi and it looks Correct. like they're taking the groups that, you know, passed the earlier rounds. And obviously kind of like, you know, trimming the fat, so to speak, until we get to the finals in the last two episodes that we'll do, you know, in our next recording. Yes, we're in the semifinals. Yes. So we're in the semifinals of this show. So now we've already kicked off a good three parents and three, yeah, three sets of parents. And we're down to, I don't know, because I don't like math, but we'll get to it when it's down to three, then we'll talk about it. So with these three, they had two different challenges to do. One of them, the first one, was a kid in a candy store where their children were left in a candy store to their own devices. Parents were really nearby, but they acted like they left. And the children were then entrusted to see how they handled or listened to the parents' directive of do not touch. Not just don't eat, don't steal. Just do not touch the candy until we return. So here we are, kids in a candy store. Let's see, who was first? I believe it was intensive style was first. And intensive mm -hmm. style parenting, um, it's a single child, only child household in which the daughter is like, it's super strict, super intense. She's always doing homework. She's always doing work. She's always having to achieve, achieve, achieve. Um, the parents basically do not accept failure, do not like failure, do not want to talk about failure. They work her to the bone. And I think the girl's only like, she can't be no older than seven. Um, so in this challenge, she was very tempted. You could tell you could, well, all the kids were once she went into that doggone situation, um, almost, almost grabbed it. She stopped herself and refused to, to go any further. Daddy came in. Good job. Good job. Bought her candy. She wanted. So it all seemed well and dandy until we find out from further discussion when they're back <laughs> in the challenge room that the reason she was so hesitant to steal yet again was because the parents had 
followed up with another incident in which the girl stole something from a science store or science fair. Yeah, a prism. Prism from there. She was caught. They were so embarrassed. They didn't necessarily, what was interesting to me was they didn't necessarily say it was so wrong. They were saying, they really put on a point of, we were so embarrassed that we made sure that she was then embarrassed and shamed on her birthday. Where and we don't know how long how far the birthday was from this incident, right, yeah. but yeah, they made it to the birthday to get her back, and they only gifted her the prism in which she stole. Yeah. It was like a full circle moment. The girl felt her shame. The girl felt you know disappointed, and apparently they believe that is what stopped her in her tracks to never steal again. So yeah, what's your thoughts, ladies? Oh, that was pretty <laughs> a very conflicting moment for me because. I was like, actually, that to me, I'm like, that's not a bad way of teaching about the about the evils of stealing. But for me, I would do this only if like their birthday was literally within like a week or two. Of yeah, that, if it was like that. Yeah, incident. I agree with that. Like to just really like bring it full circle. If it was more than that. Agreed. Like, Agreed. First off, mm -hmm. I'd like to say. It's very obvious that not one person is rooting for this poor, intensive family, except for shocking the yellow family. Yes, they're still going to be yellow family, even though they changed their outfit. Yes. Because <laughs> they actually voted for them to stay. Helicopter, but yeah. Everybody, <laughs> even the hosts, seem like they're like out to yeah. judge and get on this family. And I'm like, okay, guys, I don't think that's fair. Like, the whole point of this was to be kind of open and discuss, but not necessarily just harp on them every time for their parenting style. Like, they got some good qualities. Dang. So part of me is annoyed by that. And again, I actually didn't feel like intense was the word, Kima. That's a good word for the intensive style. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't feel like, like, I didn't cringe. I was just like, well, she learned that lesson. But I do agree with it has to be within that time period. Um, and not to compare my children to dogs. Okay. Mm -hmm. Don't nobody come at me. Um, well, I, I like three followers. Don't come at me. But <laughs> I remember when we actually had a dog in the house and we were studying different training styles. And one of the things that was constantly said was with a dog, if like they like use the bathroom or what have you in the day, at some point in the day, anytime they do something wrong, you have to punish them at that very second, whatever punishment means for you, like maybe no snacks, maybe a tap, maybe, you know, what whatever that case is, you have to show a disciplinary action in that second because you can't yeah. be mad that they peed on the floor in the morning and then you know get them at night they won't understand the connection and so yeah. they'll just yeah. be like well that just you know that sucked but I don't know what it was for and so again not to compare my children to dogs but to compare raising and training to raising and training you need yeah. that to be a close connection in order for it to actually stick and not end up being like you were holding a grudge as a parent for months and yeah. months and months and months to come like harbor and anger for your child. Right. But that but yeah, let's let's talk about that embarrassment point. Right? Like, did anyone yeah. else catch that? Like they weren't saying, you know, stealing is bad. They were just like, we were so embarrassed. We made I sure thought we got that she back. embarrassed. I thought she said we were embarrassed when um well when she either was way, caught stealing. They, they definitely use the word shame. Yeah. Or just like, well, yeah, they're like, they, they use shame or did everybody her. else use shame? I heard every other parent when when chastising them for what they Oh, did you're probably say, right. You're, you're probably shaming right. her. I wouldn't use shame. I wouldn't carry shame into a birthday. Shame has its place, but not in this scenario. Like I heard mm -hmm. everyone else use shame. 
I heard mm-hmm. them use the term embarrassed. I don't remember hearing them at all saying stealing is bad. They were just like, we were embarrassed. So we made sure. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Okay. But it's more than that. You shouldn't just be going off and, you know, doing this to your child based off of your own embarrassment. Just, you could just tell that these parents themselves are like hurt children. Who yeah. Should- well, at the same token, and I'm not saying no, this no is for correct. Yeah, and I, I just defended something the two, that so yeah, go ahead. I could see because it's something that I share within my own cultural community mm-hmm. is a sense of um one deep, super deep reverence to your elders, mm-hmm. but also in a sense of like your children are an extension of you in mm-hmm. terms of you know like it's sort of funny be like ha 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 my kid is a doctor but when you say that it it, it it's not just like my kid is a doctor good for them it's like look how well I was able to like you know be a parent mm. and help them achieve and that they got they then turned around and became a doctor because of me. Mm. Those two things are working um, in tandem. In tandem. And, you know, we have to, again, acknowledge that the intensive um, parents look to be both East Asian, which is something that is, again, within, right, East Asians, different cultures. So I'm, so I'm making a very broad stroke generalization here. Right. Um, do have that sense of, you know, kids are an extension of us and also like whatever is done by my kids mm-hmm. is an, it reflects on me within my community. Mm. For better or worse. Excellent points. Excellent points, I think. Definitely not a right attitude, but I think it's something that we, again, need to acknowledge as we yes. <laughs> talk about these people because they're not some automaton choosing a parenting style out of like, you know, the void. We are all <laughs> also reacting and, 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 and doing things based on our prior um, experiences as children or self, the community that we are raised in, all of those things, right, play into it. Agreed. No, I think that's an excellent point to consider. Okay. So, now that we're there, um, the next family actually was ooh, New Age. Yeah, who cares? One of the families next was New Age. <laughs> and mm. with the new yes. With the, yes, and with the new age parenting style, with the new age parenting style, the kids actually were quite hilarious. They made um they were all kind of talking to each other through the whole process. One of them actually was like they left us. They left us here to live here. And if we're going <laughs> to live here, we must only eat candy to survive. Like he, he made it <laughs> made it make sense in his head. I love him. But he was also very much like, guys, they said, don't touch it. So don't touch it. Don't touch the candy. Then you had the middle child egging on the older one, like, do it. She was basically Kermit <laughs> in the hood, talking to the other Kermit. Do she, it. <laughs> he, was, he was like the perfect middle child. <laughs> oh, my middle God. Don't so give a crap. Right, like, I'm not going to get in trouble. You do it. You do it. 
And then um, you had the oldest child who had the ability, but ultimately chose, I just can't, I can't, I can't disappoint mom and dad. Um, and so they made it. And again, they got the, what they wanted as well. I really related to this style because I remember the biggest downfall with me with my parents was especially my father because he's not one to get he's very slow to anger disappointing him has always been the worst it's been worse than any spanking I've received like um but also disappointing my mother too as I got older just the disappointment lands a really hard way when there's so so much respect um and reverence for the people in charge of you what about you guys how did this parenting style hit you so this is the first time that I'm seeing the new age in action. And again, it's so, because I would say like, as I was watching them in this challenge, I was like, okay, I sort of, you know, obviously see your reasoning for your things, but I was like, I don't really see where the new age comes in, right? <sighs> but then toward the end of the episode, they shared that like, you know, they're a multicultural family. Yes. Like yeah. you couldn't really yeah. tell outright, at least oh. on first glance, I would say that they are. But like, you know, she's from Iran. He's, I'm guessing, from here, right? So like there's that multicultural thing. There's a bit of like immigrant um, sort of um, influence there and things like that. And I feel like it's so important because she was able to say like we're new age because not because it's like some who who sort of like crystals and things like that, but for us, new age means blending of our, yes. you know, of our, our sort yes. of each our part face, of us. Our parents. styles, right. Yeah. And so in that, I was like, oh, what? It makes so much sense if you put it that way. <laughs> if we could call like a blended style, that would have like made so much more sense than new age. But anyway, um, you could tell, right, that, like, they, in terms also of, like, siblings, they're fairly close in age. Um, so that, so that, like, they are, for, the kids are forming a bond. And I don't know, it's like, I'm thinking about, like, what would have happened if strict you know, the child from Strict had siblings. Yeah. You mean you intensive? Know? You mean intensive? Intensive. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. If intensive had siblings, because there is a bit of like, you know, back and forth and like, you know, a bit of like egging each other on that just happens with like siblings who are especially close in age. That like, mm -hmm. as an only, I was an only child for like, you know, a good part of like 12 years. And, you know, and being somebody who is like also a bit introverted or at least like wasn't as outgoing uh -huh. I would be just going back and forth in my mind being like should I should I not should I should I not right just basically paralyzed <laughs> versus like I feel like if I had my siblings now with me in that challenge right. I could probably be persuaded to like go and steal it <laughs> <laughs> I also like that they were holding each other accountable too. Like there was someone there, like, "Hey," she said, "Don't touch it," and that, and they were all like, it helped that they were watching each other, even though one of them was egging each other on. So right. I just wanted to know maybe it would have been different if one of them were there by themselves. Yeah. So that 
blinks. I think it could have went different. Agree, agree. Agree. So then we had the final um group, which was the natural. Mm-hmm. When they went in there, these two girls, they're so young. And it it, it was close. They was close. They mm-hmm. was they was up on that candy. The older one was trying to go around every loophole of rules. Like I didn't touch it. I used the scooper to get it, and I'm giving it to my. And it was, again, it was that sibling peer pressure yeah. that looked like they were about to go over the edge, but mom and dad showed up right when they were about to do it. So we don't really know if they wouldn't have done it, but the fact is they didn't technically, and the parents, you know, gave them their sweets after. So, what do you guys think? Of the natural parenting style. I feel like it's really hard to judge because they're so young, personally. Yeah, and because, crazy candy. <laughs> yeah so I guess the, the question I want to add to that is, what did you think of the natural parenting style, if you had a thought? And the second one, though, is, what do you think your kids <laughs> My kids would have took the candy. My kids would have took the candy. <laughs> My kids oh, yeah. would have took the candy before I left out the store. They would have took that candy and picked it up. I'll eat this. Okay. Well, here's okay, and that's the thing that I was thinking about because, again, I'm gonna keep having some, you know, notes to the producers <laughs> because I felt like it didn't really address the kids' temptation because I think one of the kids wasn't into candy, or at least one of the parents said that, and I know for me, Maya, and that's why I'm answering it that way is because one of my one of my boys would could not care about candy oh wow he would not care the other one sure he would try it because hey it's there but the other one would be like you know i want to push this button in the gumball machine i want to like you know do stuff with the things around i don't care about the actual eating and taking of the candy <laughs> you know so i feel like yeah. maybe they could have like done something that actually appeal to to the kids specifically yeah. and my kids would have also took the candy if it were in buckets and threw it all on the floor like i probably would have had to pay for some stuff <laughs> and that's the other thing i think pay for some stuff yeah it might have been, been the intensive parents or the natural parents i've kind of leaning toward more the natural parents who are like oh our kids don't really eat candy like that to begin with oh you know they so were ready like, though. That's interesting because those kids was ready to try it that day. Yeah, they were getting so much candy. <laughs> I don't know if they don't like it or they just ain't exposed. <laughs> that's how, yeah, exactly. It's like if the, if somebody does, is not exposed to like what is candy really, right? right. I th- and I think it was the natural ones because they're I think they're the ones who are much more sort of like and homeschooling sort of like not so much into like city stuff, things like that. Yeah. If you bring a kid to an environment that just is like, okay, that means nothing to me. Right. How is that a temptation? I, I still think they were tempted. Whew. Man, if I would have said we're going to a candy store, they would have started plotting. They would have <laughs> They didn't even have to. <laughs> Agreed. So, yeah, I definitely think even with my four, I think my 14 year old, just because he has more reasoning and and I feel like we right. instilled a good amount of healthy, you know, fear at this point <laughs> in a good way, in a good way Um, that I don't I think he would have been able to withhold himself because he knows, you know, there's a reward and um to listen. But my four year old, 
I was like, dang, I would have failed the crap out of this challenge. The whole time I was watching it, it was like, fail. All right, so let's move on. Escape room, escape room. So let's start off with where we ended off, the natural parenting style. This I put in the notes like Esther. Okay, I felt like everybody's escape rooms don't have to be that creepy. Most yeah. escape rooms are very, very like fun, light, nice. And then they yeah. take two of the youngest out of this group and put them in what looks like a freaking like Azkaban. Wait, what's what's the real life one? What's the real life prison um, that everyone knows uh, about? Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Like, ew. Oh my, I was creeped out too. That was unfair. Like, yeah, that, you that creeped might have been out. The one in their area. I guess it, they it, didn't it, have yeah. their area sucks. They didn't have no other I, options. Yeah. Like, I'm totally following you, Maya, because what both the hosts both hosts and a number of the parents in the gallery were saying was how oh right like you should have sort of like you know push, push them a up. little bit more because like oh you know the world you can't just uh, shield your kids from like the world but i'm like hello you're missing all the points we, we other um dealt with this wonderfully because he still was like hey you know do you want to do this do you want to do that but yeah. still respected when she kept saying no yeah and i'm and i thought for sure like the host would have you know pointed out that that was like that. a horrible yeah i was like yeah what is someone because, gonna point like, out? because again right it's like and i think and that's again producer notes is that there are certain things that people are inherently afraid of and that's why they kept harping on the natural parents like oh right like she might be afraid but like you know the the well is a scary place and you have to like you know um arm them with how to like deal with like the world at the same time it's like fears are fears and they're not rational a lot of times or they're not like maybe this is not the time to go and process that fear right now while you are still in that environment totally agree it was ridiculous i'm like okay guys when are we gonna somebody gonna say something i get it's a competition but can it be fair right yeah i think i would have failed that test because i would have got frustrated that i couldn't get out yeah and then been paying attention to the kids because i would have been too busy trying to win <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on because that's all. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get out of this I've been in a few escape up. rooms, yeah. It was um, But up. none of them been that creepy. I remember there was one that was, I think it was Alcatraz themed. I literally probably said no. Um, Basically, the next family was, I want to end with intensive. So the next family was New Age. The way they handled it was really well. I liked that they explained that the New Age parenting style for them is taking a little bit of everything, which is very much like what we said in our first episodes of recording the show. We're new parents. That would be, I remember Kima said it best. I said, what style would you call yourself? And Kima was like, a new parent. <laughs> because it's like, new parent, new age. I'm going to take whatever works, little here, little there. What goes with my conscience was also goes with the way I want my children to be healthy and happy and trusting me, but also respecting me. Like, again, it's all those little things meshed in one. So like um, Esther said, this episode blended is literally, yeah, it's the truth. It's the way. So with theirs... The kids got a little frustrated and started battling it out like siblings do. And mom went straight into 
disciplinary mom mood. No, we're going to do better than this. You had your turn. Now it's your turn. Straight um, authoritarian for that moment. Got them, got to the next step. They actually ended up winning the freaking escape room and escaping. And everybody was okay at the end of the day. Everyone felt like they got their shot. Their, their, um, felt like they got their chance. Mom allowed it to be fair, respectful, everybody back in their place. And then everyone found their joy again because they had that authority figure putting everything back into place. In that moment, I would call out child-led. Like, if you don't take and step up, mm, boo. So that was theirs. What did you guys think about that scenario and how it went? I think they did a good job um, due to the fact that I get so frustrated when my girls fight. Mm. That would have been so annoying. I'm just figuring out, thinking how I would be in that position. I would have got so annoyed mm. trying to break them up. Because mm-hmm. they're always fighting. Mm-hmm. I feel like they, they handled it to the point where they could continue the task. Right. So, I mean, that's not, that's all you could ask for. Agreed. All right. Okay, so Esther, I think we're good there. We'll move on to the next one, Intensive. Mm-hmm. So Intensive was fascinating to me yet again. So Intensive was very interesting and very telling. In this scenario, I felt like I was like, dang, y'all ain't giving them. Y'all, yeah. y'all got to make it hard for them. They already yeah. want to point, point out all your flaws. You got to make it difficult. So they went in there. The father went in there with some conflated mindset of my daughter's a genius. She'll get me out. Mm-hmm. Um, Mom went in there like, you and me are geniuses. We'll get out of here if we just continue to push instead of actually relaxing, looking for the clues. They're like, no, if we just try all million possibilities to open this thing up, um, numeric possibilities, eventually we'll get there. The daughter was in a defeatist mode because she's been taught her whole life that everything can be figured out. Everything is a math problem. Everything can be done. And so she missed all the fun in it because they didn't know mm-hmm. how to have fun. Um, and you know, please stop me if you feel like I'm being judgy here, but I was just like, with well, everything I'm saying, but it was just like a freaking train wreck. And then even when the girl, because she's had this mindset of well, in an impossible room, it's impossible. So that means you have to look at impossible solutions. She just wasn't trained for it. You could tell she wasn't raised to even acknowledge those. So she's just like, we can't do this. Mom's so stuck on her rules of we can always do this. <laughs> it was like, it was just a train wreck. And they all actually, ended up walking away completely defeated. Nobody felt like, well, you know, it was impossible. You know, it wasn't even like, let's all be okay. We got this. The father made a joke. I'm putting quotation marks. I guess she isn't a genius. Uh, it just I, was... I actually like the fact that when the daughter said, I can't do this, I like that the mother said, don't say that you can't do something. Right. Because you can do anything. I mean, I would say that to my kid. Now, what I would say is, well, I guess you're not a genius. Like, I'd be like, you stupid daddy. I I feel like for me, that's a bit of, it's a well-meaning phrase that I feel for a kid, especially younger kid, Mm -hmm. doesn't allow for flexibility the way that new age allows for flexibility. Mm. Because when you say to, when a kid tells you, I can't do this, mm-hmm. and your response is, no, you can do anything, what? Well, no, it's, it's, it's more like, don't, it's, it's not like, it's not like you're undermining their feelings, it's just speaking positivity into them. You don't want them to give up 
signal of toxic positivity because when you are asking somebody so. to be like oh yes you can don't be down this can be achieved it well not to me but not saying like you you can do this specific thing I'm just saying, like in general, with anything. But you have to remember, though, in this can't just start like, talking about something, or this is hard, or but we are talking. Like, remember, Kima, the child wasn't just like laying on the couch watching TV, being like, "Oh, I can't do whatever." She was in a specific situation and telling you, "I cannot figure out how to get us out of this escape room." Yeah, but right. but so instead of situation. saying yeah, but so instead of saying I can't do this, say I need help or. But I, again, I, she's I, a child, right? She's she's a child. Yeah, so Us, you gotta, you, gotta you can talk to me as an adult or like maybe an older child to be like, hey, let's reframe our thinking here, right? Yeah, and, and the mother could have done that. Let's reframe our thinking instead of like trying to figure out. Let's you know whatever you said, right, Kima? But the mother didn't do any of that. She said. No, you can do anything. Yeah. And in that moment, as a kid, and even as an adult, I was like, oh my God, like I'm not good enough. That's what that's those are the words, like are the thoughts that come into my mind. If like I reached like again as a kid, this is how I'm trying to relate to my mom, you know, who is very much like intense, right? Literally, they're intensive parenting, like you're your kind of day-to-day -day is you are going to do these things you're going to do well at them because you have to do them and well, when I reach out to you the best way I can I know how to to say hey I don't think I can I, I, get, I still yeah. no I, I get still it. try to encourage my kid just to be like I don't I would rather you say I don't want to do this anymore mm -hmm. than say I can't just say it it's difficult it's too difficult for me right now I might need assistance but like taking the word can't out of their vocabulary to me is but not why why can't why is the for me it's like why can I not say I, I can't <laughs> because I'm telling speaking positivity even if you can't even if you feel like you can't teaching your kid to not give up on things that's I'm just I'm in general I'm not speaking just like on a specific thing but like in general yeah but Kima what I'm saying is that there's general like just every day yes you can my girl you're courageous yeah. you're brave blah 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 and lit we are dealing with a, with a specific like remember like, we're dealing with like a very specific situation right now yeah so and when my kid comes to me and says I can't do this my in my head I'm gonna try I try to find a solution or I try to find a way to uplift them. I'm I'm just not gonna go down with them and be like, yeah, I'm sorry, you can't do that. Yeah, no, I okay. think from I what I understand, we, yeah, we differ because to me, I am completely. I think it's needed at that time to be like, oh, you can't. Well, I can't either. So maybe let's like figure it out together, or at least just have fun in the room, like you know, because. I want my kids to feel completely comfortable telling me I can't, like, I can't do this or I don't feel like doing this. Um, yeah, that's true. I don't feel like, like doing it. All right, having to, 
to feel pressured to be like happy or positive or upbeat or even in a weird way what tends to happen in those situations is that a child feels like they have to um appeal or basically um hold the adult's feelings and emotions because again in their head they're like I know that if I say I can't mom will be embarrassed by me well no not embarrassed I'm just I'm just again because again we cannot take these things just like in void right we're talking about this particular situation with these particular set of parents and child with their particular set of parents and their child came to them and said I can't do something yeah and so as the parent, they're, they're in her mind, she's like, no, we're not being defeated. You you don't ever say, like, that was her moment to teach her a lesson to say, don't ever say you can't do something. Because you don't want to put defeat in their mind. Even if they can't do something along the way, it's it's your job to empower them. And to make and them think, like, they again, that's where we're for me. It's I can empower them by saying, Oh, you can't do this. All right, let's find something you can do. No, I instead get, of, I get, saying, and I feel like, sorry, yeah. no, no, I feel like I get both of your points as well. Yeah. Um, I see what you're saying, Kima, in a more generic sense, because I do tell even Magnus, yeah. you know. We can do anything and instead yeah, of third, we, but at the same time, right? Of like empower a kid in that yeah, way. Yeah, like, that yeah, in our children for me. sure. But like immediately in like this scenario, if I were to compare it to my own, I was thinking about like homework with our kiddo right now, even with our mm-hmm. four year, 14 year old. And like he said, you know, I can't do this. And me and Phil have both kind of retaliated like, no, no, we're not going to stop there and just be like, well, I can't, I'm done. Because we don't want to encourage the defeative mindset. But we're like, well, we're going to try together. We'll try to figure this out which the mother did not do, yeah, which the mother did not provide, mm-hmm. which I think Esther is also saying, she's saying, rather than saying, you can do anything, she's like, in that moment, she's like, I can't either, but maybe we can try. My whole thing is, we can try. That's the thing we want to end off on and try, like, okay, we can't right now. Because, But I also see what Esther's saying and what and how labels, like, they, were, they moved the conversation to in the show, can stick to you and make you feel a certain way. Like, I had parents who actually said at one point, and it was meant to, and I took it as a compliment, but it stuck. And it was, my sister's book smart. I'm street smart. Yes. And I took that as a compliment personally, but I also can see in ways in which it had me kind of, I leaned on that that label a lot to when I was just not excellent in the classroom to just like, well, this ain't my forte anyway. And I wonder, I do wonder if that wasn't put on me when I was younger if I would have always held that possibility of maybe I am good in the classroom. Now that I realize that I'm older, I was excellent in the classroom and in the streets, but not to the extent of my sister. Um, but for a very long time, I always felt like, well, that's because that's, that's what my parents said. And that's what it is. I'm not, this is not my yeah. thing. Books aren't, this is not the way I go about life. This isn't it. And now as an adult, I feel comfortable saying I can't math. I always, I mean, I say I can math. I say I'm allergic to math. I hate math. I don't want to do math. Yeah, but I, can't, I can't do this. Not You're going to have to wait till daddy wake up because daddy can help you with that. I can help you with this. And it's like an understanding though, in which sometimes I have to bring my husband to that point of loosen the reins because as much as you, 
he my my husband's very much a pusher and the very much of you could do it all you have the capabilities you are the greatest and like hold up hold up because as an adult you putting that pressure on me that says i can do all these things entrepreneurially i can accomplish all these things it's actually doing the opposite of what you're intending it to do it's not encouraging me to go and try to take over the world I feel so much pressure that when something doesn't work out the way I need to in this facet of my life, I immediately want to crumble. I don't want to talk to you about it. I don't want to tell you about it. I don't want to. And that's me as an adult. So I have to stop him from pulling that on our on our teenage son because I see how that can be on them. So I can see both of your ways in which we don't want to instill our children to be defeatist. We want them to try, but also being able to be a safe space to be like, okay, this isn't your strength. And that's all right because everybody's not great at everything. I never once said that they would have to figure out anything by themselves because I agree with you to say, let's try something else. Mm. But in my head, if you say I can't do something, that means you have completely given up and you're no longer going to try. Agreed, which is why I feel like that, I reacted that, that way. That my, when, yeah. In my head, when you say you can't, that means we're stopping here. Agreed. No, so I agree. I see, of, I see your point too, because that's how I reacted I with my stepson. My child to say, I need help. Or I need guidance on this. But so I, thing, I, I say, with in, the in, intensive in, parents, I do not believe that they ever gave them that choice or option. Gave that choice yeah. or or allowed for the space for her to say, I need help. Mm. I cannot figure this out on my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then the father yeah. was and then and you notice that the girl actually whispered to mom because she didn't want to say it out loud because yeah. she already knew her father's pressure was you can do this or you you have to do this so she yeah. literally whispered to mommy rather than talking to both i don't think i can looking right. for that help looking for that extra like yeah. back me up here and mom didn't give it to her so no i definitely hear i hear what um you all are saying so this this was a really but this is why i like this show it really brings <laughs> up these kinds of thoughts and does even if it's not perfectly laid out it does inspire conversations around parenting that i think are super important and before we um uh we want to make sure we get get all our information in in a decent time so i'm gonna slide it on over to esther who's our excellent time manager she's going to help us get to <laughs> episode eight break it down yes. friend break it down um, I will eight. say the three parenting styles. Do you want me to rip, rip those? Oh, no, I have them. Got it. Go so, for it, friend. For episode eight, still in the semifinal rounds, and mm -hmm. they brought three new sets of parents, which were strict, um, uh, high achievement, mm -hmm. and free range. Mm -hmm. And the first challenge was another variation on stranger danger where the kids were left at a playground and they had actors with dogs come in approach them and basically the test slash challenge for the kids were whether or not they will follow that stranger around the corner to go see puppies mm. so again <laughs> that was, this is it was, the first one was funny to me. So with the first one on that was high achievement. And high achievement is a single father, mm -hmm. I believe, yes. uh, and his only son, who appears to be, I want to say perhaps 10, but no more than- eight. He's eight. Oh, really? I believe, okay. yeah, from the last, from the first episodes where they were in, he was eight. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's eight. So 
yeah what were your thoughts feelings because it it brought the father to tears yeah I, oh i almost wanted to cry a little bit but it was funny how all of them pet the dog a little bit but it was funny how you could see it flipping his head when he was like you want to go see some puppies and he like what <laughs> <laughs> the whole time after that, he was looking like, uh-uh, no, I don't want to go see your puppies. So, <laughs> to kind of uh, share with Maya, because she didn't have time. Um, So, with high achievement, he passed. The son passed. Okay, good. Uh, but it oh. still brought a lot oh. of tears from the dad, because Arch. what ended up happening in the course of the challenge is that um, other kids kind of like saw the actor in the dog because the actor had a dog with them. Right, right. Um, and so random kids who were on the playground follow the actor to go see Poppy. Yep. And the son was left on his own kind of in the playground, you know? Wow. And the father cried because he was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm just so proud of him, but also I can see how like the peer pressure from yes. you know, his peers because he's an only child. Oh you know, my he probably would have wanted to like follow the crowd, but he's still yeah. like, you know, stern because he had me in his head telling him, you know, like you have to follow daddy's words, which are don't go with a stranger. Right. So it was very emotional, I will say. <laughs> I'm telling you, this show be getting me crying and stuff too. So I'm probably gonna cry when I see it. Yeah, his face was hilarious the whole time. He was the way like, he cocked his neck back, like, oh, yeah, he did like, uh, uh, see, kind of fishy over here. Yeah, go ahead, boy. That's that's strong will though. That's some serious. Yeah, that is. Um, that's serious. To see everybody go and you just—that's some serious yep. imprinting yep. that yes. parent has done on that kiddo. Yes. So yes, what was yes. the next one then? So the next parent on bat was um, strict. So if strict was one of their daughters, one on sort of, again, I think around the same age range of like eight, 10. Um, this was more of an isolated part. So just her. Um, and the actor came around again and she, you know, passed the test because she didn't follow but her thing was that, you know, the guy was like, oh, you know, like, I have puppies around. Do you want to go see them? And she's like, oh, I saw them already when I came by. <laughs> so she's oh, no. So by default. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Oh, kind of also coming back to, nope, nope, that was earlier episode, so never mind. Um <laughs> So yeah, so strict passed, and what so did we the are. What parents all... say about like the strict parents? Like, what would they? What's their commentary? Um, they were like, you know, of course, our girls like know better. Like they know there might be punishment if like they didn't but follow. They, but they leaned on the fact that they didn't admit that. Well, girls just said, "Well, I seen them already. If I saw them though, <laughs> like nobody mentioned like." Well, no, she said that she she lied on purpose. Oh, she yeah, lied she on lied purpose. On oh, purpose. okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Purpose. Impressive. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she kind of okay, you know, had that like very quick, you know, little words out. To, yeah. You know. Okay. Okay. So then the last one. 
the last one was free range and it was two mm. actually two sons this okay. time around um and they failed <laughs> oh <shit>. miserably yes <laughs> hey, so you go see learned, which was i'm gonna say that i saw in the preview uh, that something happened before go ahead yeah heartbreaking is that um the free range parents confessed or admitted to us that their oldest son and again, I don't know if like the oldest son is still with them or like, you know, old out of the house, but the oldest son actually kind of, you know, outside of like the parent test uh, environment did follow some random stranger to a bit. Mm -hmm. They said the same exact thing happened to our son. Yes. And so we've had the talks to our children. Um, they were confused yeah. as to why their children did that because they had they've talks. already talked about it. Dang. And so this brought up, like, when they admitted that in sort of the situation around that, two things came to mind. First, and this is like a generalization and also something that I think is, is super important as parents to bring into a conversation when we do talk about stranger danger, mm -hmm. is that at this point in the show, or at least this season, all of the stranger danger situations the stranger uh beside one person which was with the disciplinarian it was like a neighbor who was a woman but 99% of like the strangers were male mm -hmm. and I feel mm -hmm. like so like socially like culturally we do tend to teach our kids more like oh, see this strange man who's trying to get you in a van sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I wondered highly when the free range parents, you know, admitted to like their oldest son falling for this, like what was the gender of that stranger? Because I do think that like, again, societally, we do put our guards down when it comes to women. Mm. And so I wonder if like the parents wouldn't have been so like, you know, rips white, you know, if like the actors were women mm. or just like in the world, like, do we also tell our kids like stranger, does it matter if it's like, you know, an old sweet old lady to like your random, you know, electrician, whatever person trying to like sell you some services you know door to door like you have to be vigilant doesn't mm. matter what that person looks like because mm. a lot of um you know situation like this me being like a true crime sort of like follower person a lot of times the reason why couples in that by couples that usually i mean like heterosexual like male female partners mm. are so successful is because they leverage the woman as the one to bring in the victims a lot of times mm. because just again right like socially we we kind of put our defenses down when like a woman comes to us be like oh my gosh like can you help me like I have this or hey you know like would you mind like coming around and checking out my puppies for me like you know mm -hmm. just mm. so something to keep in mind and that I surely will when I do talk to my kids about stranger danger, that it doesn't matter who they are, how they look. A stranger is a stranger. Stranger. 
Agreed. That's a good point. I'm definitely going to add that into my conversation with Kettle too. Oh, this is so scary. I'm like, oh, he's so young. But yes, he needs to know. Um, so now we'll move on to the next challenge that these people yes. did. So the next challenge was more of a fun one. Thank goodness. Um, and that the directive was how can you how can your child make $20 in an hour? Anything goes, right? Mm -hmm. So the first ones on bat were strict. And how many kids do they have? I'm not like I can. <laughs> it seems like it fucked. Like at one point I thought they only had like maybe three and then two other like grown like older sons. Oh, the strict ones? Yeah, they got a lot. Yeah. It's like, you know what it reminds me of? And bless them. I'm sure I hope that they're good peoples in the world. I don't know if you guys ever saw the parent trap. Yeah. No, 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 not the parent trap. I'm sorry. Um, it takes two with um Ashley and uh, Mary Kate Olson. Mary Kate Olson. Yeah. It's either it takes two. What's the one girl when they found out that they're twins? One was in a summer camp. That the was the parent one. trap. Yeah. No, 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 no. I know what you're talking about, but no. It was with Christy. What's her name? Christy, Christy Allen. That is yeah. it takes two. Okay, it takes two. Okay, sorry, <laughs> Esther, you haven't seen this one, but in this one, the girls is very parent trappish kind of. Um, okay. They find out that they're twins or that they really look alike, but they're not twins. One mm -hmm. is a complete orphan. The other one is, you know, a daughter to this millionaire, and he owns the land that has a camp on it. And so the girls switch places. <laughs> and at one point, the the orphan one was. At one point, the orphan one was getting adopted, and she ended up getting adopted into this family that basically took advantage of the adoption and foster care system to where they had, like, 20 kids there, all different races, all different ages, and they used them. They used the system to adopt these random kids and have them working in their, like, junkyard, and they only had one child that was biologically theirs. This family, I'm so sorry. I, I'm sure that these are people, they had to be vetted before they got on this show. But it seems like they are taking in, like they're like kind of um, celebrity, I'm going to adopt the whole world kind of situation. I don't oh, or, know. Do they adopt or are their kids, I do they know. ever share the makeup? They have never shared the makeup. This show, okay. and I actually, I commended them for that initially, and I still do, that, you know, they're trying to keep the focus mm -hmm. on these are parents, these are the parents to these children, guardians, whatever, these are parents. Forget all the, how they were conceived, how this happened. Parents, child, don't bring all that extra in. But yes, that family is the one that confuses me the most, and I keep trying to shut down, me trying to figure it out. Because well, they're parents, and these are their kids, so it shouldn't matter how, but... I didn't go as deep into it. That's the first time I'm seeing them on screen as like participating uh, in challenges. But one thing that like they spoke about in a roundabout way. And I was like, this would have been really good for you to really clearly lay it out. Because um, again, right, they 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 had snippets of like the parents sharing about, you know what kind of parenting style they are and why do they you know decide on these parenting styles and why it works for them and they're founding they think it's best and blah 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 right all the time mm -hmm. 
but they just again I cannot remember the words and it got reinforced during this challenge because the kids um sort of decided hey we're gonna bake cookies and we're going to sell them to like our neighbors and friends right mm -hmm. and you know they were successful in getting like not that twenty dollar within you know the time allotted mm -hmm. um and the hosts were asking them oh like you know why do you why do you think your kids were you know, very quick to think about this and, you know, just being very open to calling people to just like, you know, sell their wares. And they said, oh, you know, like, or we've, we've gone, we've traveled with our kids uh, to other countries where they were of service to others. And I am like, just say you went on mission trips. You are clearly Christian. You are clearly evangelical. No, like, those are the Mormons. Hmm? those were the mormons no there are other types of christians who do mission work not just Mormons. no i thought though that family was mormon oh they are yeah oh see that's what i'm saying it's like can you please just like because that is again that is so much a part of how you raise your kids like you cannot separate yeah. the religion yeah. especially when the when the, when that aspect of your life it's such a guiding light for you it's such a north star <laughs> yeah like it has to be shared because if I was going in being like, oh, I'm going to go be a strict parent, like it's going to look like and maybe not be as successful because I don't have that religious framework that helps you be a strict parent. Yeah, right? they, I think they said that on the first episode they were on how they were they were talking about they were Mormons. Mm. And that okay. was, uh, yeah, because remember they were talking about what if your um, daughter decides to marry outside of it? Yeah, yeah, the religion, right, right, right. And they were like, well, we're not going to judge her, you know. She's going to be able to do what she wants to do. We can just guide them and then still support them and all this other stuff. They were trying to come at them the way they come at intensive at first. I'd also like to point out for people coming at people, was it not weird to any of you how the the um, traditional Jewish family came at the New Age family with the statements of, and I know we just went back an episode, but just really oh, yeah. quick, how they mm -hmm. came at them with the whole well, the world isn't as inclusive and this, that, yeah. and so what are you going to do about that? Wait, what? Yeah, I was what? like... So are they not mean, supposed to raise them you in age, this way? This is which the is, dumbest really, question ever. And listeners, sort of what brought this comment on from the traditional parent was that, again, I don't remember what was said, They but, were saying they're so huggy and lovey and they're such a safe yes, space, and then, but the world isn't like this. And then the mother was like, actually, I did have a talk to my parents when one of their class, you know, my kid came in, you know, saying something that one of their classmates said to them that yeah. definitely was, you know, definitely stereotypical, probably borderline racist. She didn't really, you know, specify, mm -hmm. but we kind of got the hint. Yeah. And she's like, you know, and I asked her, hey, like, do you know where mom is from? Mom right. is from Iran. Okay, well, what do you know about mom? Well, mom is like, you know, wonderful and loving. And a good person has a good heart. Right. Yeah. And I thought that was like beautiful. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. For the traditional parents who are, again, right, like they're, I think they're both culturally, ethnically, religiously Jewish, both, you know, mother and daughter, right? Right. To kind of be like, well, the world is not so diverse. I'm like, well, her world is diverse. <laughs> so, okay. It was so weird. 
weird. It was so weird. No, no, no. They, 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 the thing was that parenting, the, the traditional parenting first got on the new age because they're like, you guys are making everything so inclusive and open and wonderful. The world's not like that. And they were like, how are you going to make sure they're okay in the world? And yeah. that's when they talked about the buddy corner. Beautifully. The buddy bench yeah. where your child sits with yeah. a friend and someone comes over. They have parameters and thoughts and ways to work around it to make sure their children are still safe in this outside world. And mm -hmm. then she got on, the, that same traditional parent got on the natural parenting style saying, well, they're not as diverse. This, their world isn't as diverse. I'm like, well, which is it, ma'am? Do you want the parents <laughs> to not, you know, raise their children yeah. in a diverse scenario because you feel like the world doesn't reflect that? Or do you want the parents to raise their children in an inclusive, diverse world because the diverse world reflects that? It was just so weird. I was like, you're looking like you're looking for stuff to be mad at. And it's like, there's nothing here. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a weird question. I just had to throw that out. But okay, back to where we were. Sorry. I think yes. you made excellent points, Esther, about that and family in this particular challenge of the $20 and how the religion does affect and very much, um, um, you know, inspires it, it their parenting yeah, style. It influences. That's the word I was looking for. I knew it was an I word. Not, like, when yeah. you are raised in like a community in a world where you introvertness going out and talking to people mm -hmm. and just you know being comfortable just like laying out your your not your demand more of like an ask yeah right yeah like yeah you're gonna, you're gonna thrive in that environment you're gonna thrive in that challenge yeah yes, and yes. then their thing was their thing was um they had baked cookies for five families but only two people families were paying for it because they had called the family, some of the families they had called, they were like, well, you know, we're ill or we're sick. And so they didn't charge them for the cookies. Mm. They only charged like two families and made their $20 or whatever. Yeah. So it seemed like, yeah, a very, per uh, their parenting style influenced the win of that challenge, which is yeah. what this whole thing is about. How did your parenting style influence your well, children or I, how they succeed or not in like, a challenge? I don't maybe yeah i guess it's all parents okay i'll give them that i'm not gonna harp on them they just irk me a certain way but i feel like it's, it's a me problem and not a damn problem so we'll move on to okay. the next parenting style yeah how the next parenting high, style do high achievement mm -hmm. and high oh. achievement um that disappointed kind of failed i feel like because mm -hmm. you know he kind of just i feel like he the father was trying to um, walk the kid into doing what he wanted, and the kid was just sort of like, okay, like we, we're gonna yeah. end up doing what you want anyway. So just tell me what you need me to. Do. Oh snap! Yeah, I mean, he was like, yeah. obviously, like you know, as an eight-year-old, he didn't like say it, but you could see in his face and his demeanor where he was like, because then I was like, oh, what do you think we can do to earn twenty dollars? He's like, oh, oh I don't yeah. know, maybe cotton candy. And then that's like, okay, we can do cotton candy, but like, I don't think we can like, you know, sell that for $20 and maybe we should do something else. And the kid is like, okay. And the kid, and the kid is like, oh, and the kid is like, okay. will you just mouth it so I can say it? Yeah. And then he's like, well, what about <laughs> offering yeah. flowers? And the kid was like, oh, yes. So, okay, we're outside in the garden. Well, you can't cut those flowers because those, you know, take yeah, too much these flowers over here. time and money from me. So what about these flowers? And then he went on the porch with him and was like, yeah. hey, my son has to tell you something. Go ahead, son. Tell him. No. Went, yeah, like, it's like that. 
Yeah. So, so, so he didn't even get fail, a to breathe. Fail. But, you know, again, and that's why I feel like it was so great to hear parents' reflection on why they chose certain, you know, their parenting style because High Achievement um, talked a lot about how he want his son to be Black excellence because he knows how much the world demands of Black boys like him and how, you know, just high of a pressure it is on, you know, people who look like his son. So he ha- he feels like he has to prepare him for that sort of harsh, demanding world. Mm. And I was like, yeah, it makes sense. The same way with like helicopter parents, like it makes sense. Is it again the best parenting style overall no but what what is overall is it overall like white american suburbia mm, with the scenario you know? yeah like what is normal? yeah i love oh. i love his reasoning um he's actually one of my favorite parenting styles is i would say if i were to rank them it would be new age is my first p- favorite mm-hmm. then it's between free range and high achievement is my second favorite parenting styles in this competition so I do like his reasoning but he's starting to go on the bottom rung for me just because his parenting style is so heavily dependent upon him and the whole bit about him having you know being black excellence and being able to stand in this world alone and really do his own thing he doesn't give him that many opportunities to do so like unless these people take him out of the challenge altogether this kid is not able like he did with the with the puppies it's like yeah this kid surviving without daddy (laughs) yeah but here's the thing I feel like again it's so important to say he is a single parent Mm -hmm. I feel like right I mean again this is all what ifs hypothetical but I feel like in in situation like this and we saw it in intensive to a way right like you, you when you have another parent one two whatever to kind of counterbalance each other Mm -hmm. Because mm, right, like right mm. now, the son only has father's voice. Agreed. And only father's voice. Agreed. You know? And I wonder what would happen if there was another parent. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, probably still high achievement, but... But balancing the scales. Kind of balancing and sort of allowing him a bit more flexibility on certain things. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and so I, I felt like too with this challenge the reason why it disappointed me a little bit is because he's been doing such a great job with his son I -hmm. feel like this would have been a harmless a harmless lesson to let him really sit back sit back and and trust him enough just if what I taught him amounted to anything yeah I think that's probably why he yeah he he I felt like he didn't give him a chance to think about it I agree, and, and I think that he, that. it shows how. It, I think that's why I hit him so emotionally when his yeah. son performed the way he did with that Stranger Danger challenge. Because how many times does he let his son go to really see his work in in play, in yeah. actual like oh, action? Yeah. yeah, you know. Sometimes so it's like when you see that it's actually sticking. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm not doing all this for nothing. You know what I mean? Um, and another yeah. thing that is important in terms of subtext is that. As much as the challenges are about the kids, you know, performing and all of that, we can't 
be blind to the fact that and and I see and I saw this a lot in intensive and high achievement that they really took those things personally like it wasn't oh, just yeah. like my parenting style is like me you know whoever my name is yeah yeah need to win yeah like you know like it's it, yeah. It, it, yeah it becomes like super competitive in certain people mm -hmm. and you can see that and I feel like in that moment that particular challenge I could see how his his own competitiveness outside of his parenting style kicked mm -hmm. in Mm-hmm. I also like your point with the whole like double parenting thing. I think it's very related yeah. to what you were saying about the sibling thing, the dynamic when other people are involved and then you have more than one voice in your head. Like when the single parent, mm -hmm. I mean, the single child versus the siblings, when you have one sibling literally like do it versus the other one who literally just has yeah. her parents versus, and again, like parents balancing each other out when daddy's so strict that you have to go to mommy for some type of relief or, you know, this person's looser, this person's it, but the, the goals are aligned versus if you're a single parent, you're all the, just like the disciplinary parent says, you're all they got. Yeah. So you got to be a little extra harder to make sure that what you say sticks. So let's talk yeah. about this yeah. last parenting style with this challenge and then close us out for the day. Yeah. Uh, another quick thing that I would say, because you brought this to my mind, Maya, and thank you for it, is that again, with high achievement, we have to realize that amongst his group he's only he's the only single parent and he's only and he's and it's the only single child so those two uh, double that, singles that well no 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 disciplinary too no no i'm saying like within in that episode like the group oh in that, that episode got it, in, got it got it got it got it got it um because with with strict parenting the kids worked were like some of the kids you know, were in charge of like actually making the thing. And then some of the kids were in charge of selling the thing. Mm -hmm. And with the next and last set of parents, which is free range, we also had that same dynamic where there were more than one kid. There were, I think there were like three together or four where they all decided, oh, we're going to do this thing. And also because there were more than like, one child they were able to just go out and one kid was the one who to ask and the other ones were the ones to perform mm, yeah. and with free range what they did is that they i believe they live in sort of like an rv yeah. setup situation so when the parents were like oh you know you go make us 20 dollars um what they did was like okay we're gonna go right next door to our neighbor to the next and, rv <laughs> yeah and say hey like you know what can we do for oh. you for $20? And the neighbor oh. was like, okay, like, well, can you clean the outside of my RV? Right? That's brilliant. Within that hour. Again, brilliant. But again, it's like you had more than one kid. Like yeah. they had a bit of like, oh, what can we do? Like, what about this? What about the that? Okay, ideas and stuff all, yeah. all of us together can actually perform this thing. And we can, because it's more than one of us, we can ask for that particular price. Got versus... It high achievement it's one kid yeah having to do both the making and the asking yeah you know so yeah no what excellent points okay <laughs> i know that i can at least say that with my kiddo i don't know about magnus i'm very interested to say what he would choose but because of my 14 year old and it's mostly because of his father my my husband he already has him selling candy. They've already come up with a plan about him selling candy. So he's been doing it for some years now, in which they have mm -hmm. their BJ trips. 
just them two um going to BJ's and buying bulk candy. They let he lets Nadir pick out whatever ones he wants. When he comes and he sells it in school, sells it in the park, sells it and comes home with plenty of monies to just they do the calculations together, what he should be able to bring in, all that. So I know my kid will succeed in this one, but it's because of again the parenting style <laughs> that was already brought in. It's it's the yeah. advantage of it all, right? Just like the missionary kids. So yeah, that was an excellent breakdown, ladies, of these two episodes. Please stop me if you have anything else to say. I know that in the first Hi. episode seven, the new age parents won. Who yes. was it to get to the finals? Who was it in episode eight? That um, won, it was strict. Strict one. Strict one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have been my choice, but all right. Yeah, because I mean they 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 succeeded in both challenges, right? They mm-hmm. didn't go with the yeah, but they're like the least after. interesting to me for some reason. I don't know. Like, I really and like the free ranger high achievement. I'm very disappointed. That's why I said the high achievement one. It, it, I felt like that's why I was so disappointed in yeah. the second challenge because he was my favorite. That's wrong. I feel like he was robbed, like Angela Bassett. Ding. And and that's why I was telling you like <laughs> how it's such a disservice because he was he was going to fail. I feel like it was he was either going to fail either because of how he went about it or not having enough time because they only had one hour, right? Mm-hmm. And again, it's just- a And in that hours. neighborhood, just getting from one house to the other takes 20 minutes. So anyway. Yeah, so, you know, it was just, again- for the, Odds for the stacked against, they won by default. Mm. Yeah. I hope they don't win anything else. All right, no offense to them. And they're, um, the Butkus, I think, was the family from uh, It Takes Two, the Butkus family. <laughs> gonna shut this down thank you all for listening again to the nap hour we appreciate you guys staying with us for this bit it was extensive it was intensive (laughs) um these episodes and parenting is hard and parenting is also beautiful and it's something we try to continue to do each and every day oh we do do each and every day we try our best each and every day. So remember to follow us, review us, support us on all your podcast listening platforms. We are part of the We Need to Talk Club channel on Spotify, which you can see all our different podcasts. Also visit our website, we need to talk.club, where you can see all our beautiful faces and match them with our voices. So we love you. We thank you. Continue to do your best. We're all just trying to make it parenting style. Bye. Bye.